Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbett and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Yeah, they're singing for our next guest on this. Baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah, because it's Gene Valentino. Look, look how happy they are. <laughs> how many men do you know, Michael, who have a name named after him, a, va- a special holiday, February 14th, Valentino yeah. Day? Yeah, the Valentino Day, yeah. Good oh, morning. You guys, are, you guys are just rubbing it in. I don't know. <laughs> hey, look, Gene, I haven't talked to you in a week. You and I, we haven't had a chance to talk much this week. I guess I've been busy, you've been busy. But, you know, one thing I do know is that you and I are pretty, uh, we think along the same lines of a lot of things. Uh, a few things going on out there, you know, we can kick around some subjects. Is there anything in particular that you want to talk about this morning? Well, it just came to my attention. First of all, thanks for having me again, uh, Michael and Ted. It's always a pleasure being with you. The the real issue that drives me crazy uh, is, there's a lot of good going on, but, you know, we talk about what's newsworthy sometimes. We have to exacerbate some of the things that are problematic. Vice President Kamala Harris blaming <laughs> Congress for the crime issues and the border crisis. Come on. Come on, man. Be, come on, man. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that in there. You know, I have this I have this instant replay machine. I need to get my money's worth. <laughs> you got you'll be busy with that. You've got a lot of one-liners you can use. But That's right. she they have transferred and deflected again their own incompetence and malfeasance. Now on to Congress for their for their reckless behavior. And the other thing to add we can talk about is Joel Joe R- Rogan. He um being um, uh, well, Spotify knows that with 11 million viewers, there's a on Joe Rogan's podcast. There's certainly a cost on this one. Yeah, it's economic, isn't it? Yeah, it's an economic impact if they try to shut him down. What happened to free speech all of a sudden, huh? No, th- there's no such thing as free speech anymore unless the speech that you are uh, espousing agrees with the Democratic left wing. Of of uh, of the Democratic Party, yeah. And speaking of the Democrats, they're desperate. Now they need to modify the the districts up in the New York State area alone. They're trying to gerrymander and redistrict these congressional districts with new boundaries. So Republican Congress people like uh, Elise Stefanik may have it more difficult to run again for office. Did you see where uh, Bill Blasio is running for Congress or supposedly running? Oh, I can't wait. That'll be a sideshow. <laughs> yeah, look, though, you know something? I'll tell you, I never underestimate the people up in New York to elect bad leaders. I never underestimate Yeah. Well, now, you're I, from, I guess do you know something, the interesting thing, and I'm sorry, I, but the interesting thing about you, you know, I find this, this is typical. You are from the Northeast originally. You have made your home in the South. Tell us why you did that. Thirty years ago, I came back from a business trip in Pensacola, Florida, 
I had been prodded by the people I was doing business with down here in Pensacola. Hey, you got to move down to the South. You, nah, I don't think I'll fit in. I'm a damn Yankee. They won't let me come in down here. <laughs> they, they, uh, so I went home that one night. This is a true story. I pull in, I landed Bradley Airfield outside of Hartford, Connecticut in a raging snowstorm. It took three and a half hours to to get home what would be normally less than 45, 50 minutes. When I got home, I'm sitting down to a late dinner. God bless my lovely wife. She's waited up for me, and the dinner's on the table. It's 11 o'clock at night. The news comes on, and the governor, Governor Lowell Weicker, former U.S. senator, now governor, announces the new Connecticut state income tax starting at Seven percent of your income now going to a, a Connecticut tax. I slammed my hand down on the table and I said, "That's it. I'm out of here." My wife starts crying. I look over to her and I say, "What's wrong with you?" She says, "You're leaving me." Hell no, I'm not leaving you. I said, "I'm out of here." I should have said, "We're out of here. We're getting the hell out of here. They're not going to tax the seven percent for nothing." And sure enough, within uh, that was 1992 at almost 30 years. And it, it, I, I send her down to Florida. We start looking around for a place to live. Uh, there's this hurricane coming in from Miami on the peninsula of South Florida called Hurricane Andrew. <laughs> I remember category, that one. Oh, boy. That was a Category 5. That was devastating. What Maureen think uh, about that? Well, she's running around with a real estate agent looking for a home over here. Uh, she says, "Honey, honey, I, I, I can't find your find anything that I think you'd like." I said, "Why?" She says, "There's no basements." I said, "Of course, there's no basements. <laughs> the, the water level is three feet under the sand. Don't worry about the basement. Just right. find a place to live." I, she, she said, I, "I said, furthermore, there's a hurricane coming your way, so dig a hole in the sand and protect yourself." And oh, by the way, I just sold the house. I'm coming down to you. Awesome. So you just made the decision that quick, and you decided just to move to Pensacola, Florida, just like that. Uh, crazy. It was yeah. crazy. It was the best decision we ever made. Um, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans. There's differences here in the South. It's cultural by nature. But you know what, Michael? Those kinds of things uh, that distinguish the North from the South, the East from the West— it kind of melted away because of communication, social media, and the acceleration of transportation. Yeah. Transportation alone has everybody moving around, around more uh, freely. Yeah. And uh, as a result, you find it easier to get around the country. And frankly, it used to be in the olden days, you were doing business in the blocks around your home or your office. Today, your business is done around the world. Yeah. No question about it. That's a, that's a great story, Gene. You know, I, I, I tell people this. If you don't think that you have anything in common with the Northeast, all you have to do is think about a guy from New York City that ran for president that we all loved, and his name is Donald Jan John Trump. You know, he had there, – there are – and you know tons of people that from from where you're from that think like we do. The problem is – is there's more people that don't up there, and they are easily easily persuaded apparently by the left wing of the Democratic Party in the in the Northeast. It seems to be a hotbed along with the West Coast, but 
But when you well, get out of that area, go ahead. I, I, there's a delay on the phone. I'm sorry we interrupted you again. What did you say? Well, I was just saying that, that you know, there is a spot between the Northeast and Los Angeles called America. And people in that area think a lot differently. And Pensacola would be included in that. So would Hattiesburg Laurel. Uh, you know, we think a little different than the way that those folks think up in the Northeast and out West. So, perfect, you know, perfect it's, point, perfect it, point. You know, we all agreed America was a melting pot and, uh, and that's what that's its benefits. And it's also a curse. We have to deal with the diversity which is part of the reason we've been so successful. And um, they're just silly nuances of, of uh, impressions you get just because now I will tell you the truth. I have never met such a wonderful crop of people in the South. My dearest of friends, including the one on the radio with me right now, I, um, I am honored and proud to be a Southerner. You get, I must be doing something right because... Uh, they asked me to be county commissioner. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's amazing. A guy from the Northeast comes and moves in down south and becomes a, a county commissioner. That says a lot about Eugene and about the way you think and really how you treat people. I, I remember the first few times you and I had conversations. I just felt a, I felt a kinship to you. I don't know why, but we've been friends ever since. Absolutely. I'm honored to have this relationship that's going on. We better... We better cool the lovey-doveys. These people are going to think we got something going here. Yeah, there's nothing happening here, but just plain old politics. We are political soulmates, if you, if you were. That's, that's uh, absolutely true. You know, back to uh, back to Joe Rogan. You know, everything Joe Rogan said last year is now becoming sort of mainstream fact. Isn't that odd? Isn't it odd that the intent of government to use corporations they were using spot they were trying to intimidate spotify and isn't it ironic spotify did nothing to push joe rogan off the air to the contrary the dissenters like neil young uh was it joni mitchell and two or three other uh older has-beens and i'd call the arts culture and entertainment world could not muster the support ne- necessary to move Joe Rogan off Spotify. He's got yeah, 11 million uh, subscribers to his podcast, and we're talking about him today. There'll be somebody today that's listening to this show that'll say, you know what, i got to figure out what Joe Rogan is saying, and gonna, he's going to get another. And there's radio shows all across the country talking about this. He's going to end up with 20 million before it's over. Money doesn't talk. It screams. <laughs> You're exactly right. China, you... on the, uh, China, on the other hand, is trying to silence its people. If you leave your phone on the bedside table, the cops will stop you in the street and make you go back and get it. Why? Because the phone itself is monitoring everything about you, and China wants to maintain a so- an understanding of your social ranking and behavior so they know how to uh, uh, address you as a threat or an ally. I mean, the left has gone berserk. It was just a generation or two ago when Benito Mussolini over in Italy, wild, crazy man, fascist, 
forced my grandfather to immigrate to the United States and become American citizen. And, um, and, and, and they were controlled. Now, admittedly, the, the, the trains ran on time. There was no room for doing wrong. In an isolated sense, that may have a benefit. But freedom of expression, freedom of speech, freedom of religion and, uh, and, and faith went by the wayside under that dictatorship for a while until we got it back. And that may be a good analogy as to where America is right now. Yeah. You're starting to see some people stand up, though. You know, did you notice uh, Shaq said, uh, you know, you can't force people to take vaccines. And the moderator said, well, they don't have to take it. He said, oh, yeah, they have to take it or the man will fire them. You know, so it's 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 forced. So what it's we're saying is... Of, it's an extension of what um, the government was trying to do. Uh, they're calling it. They're sanit. They're using funny words to confuse you. They're calling it diversity auditors. They're using the system to to cleanse non-friendly speech. Education system alone in Alauden County, Virginia, continues to try to keep the mask on the kids in the classroom. They're not going to win, but it's really, it's really been oppressed by government at the federal, state, and some local levels to control your speech, to control your way of life, and to even control your religion. It's obscene. It is obscene. But, but the governor in Virginia signed an executive order, and he's going to win. What are they going to do to punish these people that went against the executive order? That's what I want to know. Are they going to? Are there, well, is there going to be? If you and I were in Congress, I know what would happen. You, that executive order would have also have language in it that continues to, that goes on to say, and if you, as an executive or elected official, fail to comply with the enforcement of such rule, then you are personally liable as well plan on serving time yeah, exactly That's now you know I, I think it depends we've only got 30 seconds left but i think it depends on what what state you're in but i know in florida the governor has the power to remove people from elected office in some cases it, that's true if county commissioners elected by the county can be removed by the governor well the governors need to start doing some stuff like removing people and getting their attention. I think this this would change a lot. Gene Valentino, folks, you can go to genevalentino.com. You can listen to our previous shows. Gene keeps them all on his website. Plus you can read about Gene, interesting guy, great friend. Thanks for joining us and happy Friday. Thank you guys. I really appreciate the time. Gene Valentino, good morning everybody. 7:30. It's the bottom of the hour. We've got more putting an update on the weather, and we'll have a forecast just immediately after this Fox News. Good morning. Friday. Well, I know what you're doing.